0: Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hey, you are tuning in to the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for your king, King Jesus, that is. And I like to answer this because people say, well, what do you mean by turning our cities upside down? Well, it's based on that passage of scripture where it says that they turned their world upside down. They went out to their, uh, their backyards, their local communities, their regions, those places God called them to, and they turned it upside down. Well, how did they do that? Well, because they have been equipped. Hallelujah. Christ on the inside of them. They're filled with the Holy Ghost with power. Hallelujah. They have the word of righteousness and they're empowered to make right wrongs. So in effect, you know, the world is upside down and they're writing wrongs, making right wrongs. So that's how the world gets flipped upside down, friends, and the, world, and the Lord wants you to be in that number. Hallelujah. All right. Well, let's get into the podcast Today, I was thinking this morning of what to share. And uh, so I'm gonna share a few thoughts from a message that, that I did uh, a couple months ago. I was invited to speak at a series of meetings and the Lord put this on my heart to share. And not sure what the title it, I, I I was really pondering, but I think I may uh, call this podcast Postured for What's Ahead or something along those lines. But This, this is like... Um, the, the heart behind what I want to share this morning is taken out of Joshua and hear the Lord saying, look, I'm about to take you somewhere you've never been. And literally it says there that we, uh, we've never been this way before, but we're going this way now. And there's there, it's like the word of the Lord is, is preparing our hearts in that same passage there, uh, passage in Joshua, the Lord said, look, you're, you're going to go this way. Okay. You've never been this way, but but you're, you're, I'm leading you this way now. But then he said this, consecrate yourselves. And man, if I was to really ponder and think about what the Lord has been ministering, not just through me, uh, but yet through the prophetic voice in the church. I was at some meetings last night even. And the same thing, it was like the Lord says, look, you've got to prepare yourself. You've got to get your heart right. You've got to clean your hands. You've got to examine yourself. Like I said, I was at these meetings last night, and the very first thing that we did was we had to present ourselves to the Lord. We had to check, make sure we didn't have ought against anybody. There wasn't any unforgiveness in our hearts. God was saying, look, I I want to use you. I'm going to use you, but you've got to purify yourself first. Listen, friends, There is always that requirement right before the Lord is going to do do something huge. And with those that he's inviting to participate. I mean, God wants to use everybody. He can't use everybody though, because so many people don't do that very thing right there. They don't posture themselves to be used. They don't consecrate themselves before the Lord. God's saying, hey, I want to do this, but consecrate yourself. And then tomorrow we'll head that way. Some, so many people miss that point or that part right there about consecrating themselves before the Lord. And, uh, but listen, friends, if, if, if you'll just hear what the spirit is saying, if you'll just kind of put your spiritual ear out there and check the spiritual pulse of what he's saying, listen, he is saying, get ready, get your heart clean, get your hands clean, examine yourself, get the junk out. I, I'm going to do something significant I'm going to work wonders among you. Remember that passage. I'm going to work wonders among you that you're going to be tempted not to even believe it when you see it. Hallelujah. But he said, uh, you've got to purify yourself. And uh, man, friends, I'm telling you, uh, this is a day of just keeping our account with the Lord current and keeping our relationship with him current you know, I was thinking about this um, and, you know, I'm going to say something that uh, I don't want to just sound contradictory, but there's this phrase uh, about believing the best and uh, I was meditating that and uh, here's what's happening. There is a significant moment of exposure happening right now. We've been praying for it. I mean, we've been praying for it for years, several years now. Now, most people thought they were praying concerning exposure in the political arena and, ah, come on somebody, and, you know, in the governmental arena there, uh, in the government realm. And man, you and I both know that there is some serious cover-up. There is some, there is some things, some salacious activities going on, and we've been praying, God, uncover shine your light in on the dark things so that those dark things can be exposed okay exposure will bring a greater opportunity for repentance listen sometimes things have to be exposed if somebody's not going to deal with something back here where the lord said judge yourself lest you be judged. If they don't take the privilege and the opportunity to judge themselves, then somebody else is going to get involved in the situation and bring justice and judgment into that situation. And we've been praying for years. The church has been praying for years. I've been reading uh, and agreeing with just this prophetic of shine the light, God, shine the light, whatever's going on in the government, any of the funny business, any of the any of the stuff that doesn't need to be going on, you know, any witchcraft, any sexual things, whatever's going on, we want the truth, bring exposure. Well, oh man, you know, we've been praying that, but I don't know if we realize yet that some of the intended results uh, has brought exposure into other realms, not just the government realm. It's brought exposure even in the house of the Lord. And this is what I want to this is what I want to share as we get into this because the idea here is we've got to posture ourselves. And listen, you've got to have some accurate understanding of what the Lord is doing so you can be in the right place at the right time doing exactly what he wants you to do. Hallelujah. But there is exposure happening. Your prayers are being answered. But things are being exposed in areas that maybe you didn't know you were praying about, or there, there is light being shown in areas that you thought light was going to be shown over here. But then all of a sudden the light comes on over here. And when you see this exposure, I mean, listen, friend, you've been praying for it for years, but when exposure happens, why are you freaking out? Like I'm, I'm like watching this real time. Like we've been praying God, you know, clean out, clean up, help us, You know, I'm now. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but I've been praying right along with everybody else. Hey, God, whatever's dirt, whatever's the wrong thing, whatever the um, the leaven that needs to be exposed and uh, cast out, whether it's the government arena or whatever. Now, honestly, I I've been kind of targeting that government uh, area mostly, but right before my very eyes, I'm seeing whoa, the lights coming on in areas I wasn't expecting. And i'm watching this and i'm seeing people react and i'm telling you they are struggling you listening right now you might even be struggling with what you are seeing but listen friend you've been praying for years you wanted the dirt uncovered now listen it's not about so that we can mock or ridicule this is a wow i mean how low can we go here what a fearful thing to be living into hallelujah I mean you talk about the fear of the lord examining myself examining again going lord have mercy what is in my closets that need to be cleaned up you you understand what i'm saying i mean it's like god wow but look he said judge yourself and it's not like we haven't had uh, enough time to judge ourselves we haven't wanted to judge ourselves but i'm telling you there is a there there is a cleansing happening right now because he's about to do something significant. Now, as far as it concerns the church, you know, I think the awakening is going to be a rude awakening for so many people. Nonetheless, it's going to be an awakening. And in that awakening is going to be kind of a shaking. And in that shaking is going to be a great demonstration because people are going to be drawn to the Lord. I mean, the reality of of who who he is is going to just, I mean, the the natural response to that is just, wow. And, and a baseness, a, all right, but listen, let me get back to this point here because I don't, I don't want to lose it. And then we'll get into some other thoughts here. But uh, listen, if you've been praying for this, you can't freak out. And you better be prepared to handle and to navigate and to walk people forward and to call a thing exactly what it is when sin is exposed. You can't, t- listen, you, you've been praying for it. And so when it's exposed, you do these people an injustice and a disservice if 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 you freak out and lose your footing and just totally uh, out of your I, I don't know what it is fear are you are you afraid of stuff that's going to come to light Are you embarrassed for people for things that it's going to be shown up? Uh, listen, we we can't be rocked right right now. There are people that are going to need you. Okay, you are going to need need people. Uh, we're going to need each other. The body of Christ is going to need each other to help build back and 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 when repentance comes because repentance is being granted hallelujah whether some are taking it or not it's being granted but when repentance comes there's going to be a mess and there are messes right now there are messes in the government there are messes in the church house but this exposure is intentional because it gives opportunity to get things right i mean that is mercy friends That is mercy. If God didn't give you another opportunity to get things right, um, you know, and he would be right in doing that. If you've got garbage in your life, God is right and just to deal with you. But yet when he exposes it, it's another opportunity to say, man, God, I missed this. I missed it. Wow. Don't miss that opportunity, friend. And we need to be praying that our government leaders and, you know, what other other... Uh, and what, uh, whatever other, <laughs> and whatever other realms or dimensions or operations that this would apply to the the uh, church, different arenas, whatever, that uh, we need to be praying for those folks that they would receive the moment that's being granted to them. All right, I need to get back. I got to make this point. So we've been praying for exposure, and it's happening. When it happens, you can't turn your face from it and just say, I believe the best. I believe the best. I believe the best. Listen, listen, I don't want to be contradictory and I don't want to put myself uh, against some very powerful leaders who have this same thought, but this is what I want to share with you and I want you to ponder on it. It's not just about believing the best. It's about believing the truth. Now, listen, facts are one thing and you and I have been really well taught that there may be a fact in our life. For example, there may be the fact that you are struggling with a sickness or a disease in your body, but what is the truth? Okay, the truth is by Jesus' stripes, you were healed over 2000 years ago. That's the truth and that truth can circumvent the facts. The fact is the sickness or the disease, but the truth is Jesus bought and paid for your deliverance from it. Listen, in these moments, in this great exposure, it helps nobody to just believe the best it will help everybody to believe the truth because when exposure happens there at the same time there is light coming in do you think darkness is not trying to counteract that light listen the enemy can just put in come on this thought to just believe this and that that good thought may counteract the truth Listen, I'm saying that the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. And if he brings revelation of a situation, you have to believe the truth. I see a lot of people, they're putting their hands over their eyes saying, see no evil, see no evil, see no evil. They're putting their hands over their ears. I don't hear anything, I don't hear anything, I don't hear anything, I don't hear anything. There is injustice is being done. There are people that are being preyed on by wolves and they're putting their hands over, over their mouth and saying, I just speak the best, I just speak the best. No, you need to speak the truth. The truth will set people free, friends. We are in a tremendous, uh, I, I mean, as awesome as it is, it is uh, terrible. <laughs> it, as amazing as this dance that we've been invited into, it's also a great dirge. You, you gotta understand that when truth comes in and brings exposure, it is both, it is both frightful, it is fearful, and it's liberating at the same time. It just depends on where people wind up in, in the mix. And anybody who resists the illuminating uh, light of the word of the Lord. See, the word of the Lord gives light. That's, that's what the Bible says. The entrance of his word gives light. And when his word comes forth about a situation, there is an illumination. And listen, there is a thing that could be a good thing, but it could be an opposition to the truth. You need to let the truth do the work. You got to let the truth do the work. And I'm seeing so many people right, right, right now, they are absolutely, I mean, I totally understand it. It's reactionary. There is exposure happening and they're reacting to it. And you know what? They're really not spiritually or emotionally prepared to handle the truth. That's the problem. And even in the body of Christ, there is exposure happening and people are not emotionally prepared to handle the truth. You know, what's that line? Can you handle the truth? You know, you want the truth? Can, can you handle the truth? And when the truth comes out, people just freak out. They lose their way. They blame God. They blame the whoever. They blame, I mean, they start casting blame everywhere. Listen, you can't handle the truth. So, uh, you're in a, you're in a tough place, friend, because you've been praying for exposure. I don't really even know what to tell you other than you had better get postured for what's coming. You had better consecrate yourself. You'd better examine yourself. You'd better judge yourself. I don't have time. Uh, I need, I need to, uh, I've been talking about this here at our own church. I, I need to go back and we need to look at the scriptures concerning how you are responsible for judging. Remember that passage, you say, well, no, 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 ju- no, we don't judge. Judge not lest you be judged. Listen, somebody's gonna do some judging. And if you don't judge yourself, somebody else is gonna step into your situation and God's gonna use them to bring accuracy and wisdom and light into your situation. Somebody's going to. If you don't judge yourself, somebody else is going to. Now, there are several passages. I said I need to talk on this, so I'm just going to touch on this briefly. But in Corinthians, for example, he says, don't you know you're going to judge angels? Don't, uh, don't, don't you know that you're going to judge the earth? He said, how can you, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, this is your future, and yet you are so ignorant about judging your, the own matters within your own midst. He said, you, you outsource all your judging To the courts, are you so naive about how to judge yourselves and to judge among yourselves? Listen, there is some serious disservice going on to the body of Christ right now. And it's a twisting of the scriptures on how to bring accurate judgment, not only to yourself, how to divide the scriptures and how to apply that to yourself, and then also how to rightly divide scriptures and apply it to someone else. Now, we're not talking about random people that you're not even associated with. I'm talking about within the unique oikos or the connected, interconnected relationships where you have personal responsibility. Wow. So listen, posture yourself, friends. Posture yourselves. We are literally in some of the greatest prophetic moments. I mean, we are living into some tremendous days. Oh, hallelujah. But listen, you're gonna have to get a hold of yourself. You're you are going to see some stuff, friend, on both sides. There's gonna be great demonstrations of his spirit and there's going to be operations of darkness. We we don't want to give them any, uh, any glory, but listen, I've just got to tell you though, there, there is a demonic operation you've never seen because it's coming into a, a, a time of fullness just like those, just like the wheat, right? The wheat is uh, reaching maturity. The tares are, reach, are reaching uh, maturity. There is a demonic manifestation that you've never seen. There is a demonstration of the spirit that you've never seen because we're in the fullness of the times. Fullness is another way of saying maturity, okay? The end of days is another way of saying everything's reached maturity. There is an operation that, uh, and a strategy of darkness that you need to have at least some awareness of so you're not caught off guard. Listen, you need to have some knowledge of your enemy and uh, you're gonna have to get a hold, hold of yourself, when you start seeing things happen, you can't be moved like you were moved yesterday. Dude, crazy stuff is going on. There's stuff going on behind the scenes. Man, it's just absolutely wild. But listen, it's going to be exposed. You better get a hold of yourself. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. So listen, I, this is all kind of fitting in to this idea about posturing ourselves for what's coming. We, we're positioning ourselves. We're getting uh, solid in him right now. Uh, he wants to come in and abide with you. But listen, Jesus isn't going to live in a dirty house. If if you're saying, God, I want you to come in and I want you to invite you in, in in a measure, right? You're not just going to, you know, I'm just not going to parcel off, you know, the tent in the backyard for you. I'm going to invite you into my home. Like I want you to be a part, you know, I want you to be a resident here. Well, listen, Jesus, Jesus is a king. He's the king of kings and Lord of Lords, he isn't. He isn't coming down to live in a carnal, fleshy uh, state of debauchery. He is going to expect of us to get our house in order. Hallelujah, somebody! And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to get your house in order? You want to actually. You want to get your house in order, but you are going to have to be prepared to face some things that you've tried to hide away in a closet somewhere. He's going to rummage through all your stuff. Jesus is going to rummage through all your stuff. And listen, when he pulls something out of the dark in your life, something that you've kept hidden, and he brings illumination to it, you're going to to want to feel embarrassed. But listen, when he says, hey, you know what? You don't need this. Don't reject that. Don't feel embarrassed. Take courage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That Jesus is helping you get that out. Hallelujah. You know, you've probably really wanted to get rid of that, but you needed help. And when He says, Look, this isn't good, by the way, anything that um, Jesus illuminates, you didn't really need. He is not getting rid of anything that you need. If He highlights anything, it's questionable on whether or not you actually needed that. Why is it hidden away in a dark corner? Let Him rummage through. I mean, that's just Lord rummage through. Yeah. You, 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 need to let him rummage through right now. Just say, God, examine me. Hallelujah. What is in me, father, that is going to keep me from crossing over into this glorious demonstration and display. What do I need to adjust? What do I need to change? All right. So listen, friend, whenever he brings illumination, you've got to believe the truth. Jesus is not going to tell you a lie. He's not going to exaggerate either. He's going to He's going to be, as we might say it, to the point. He's just going to say, this uh, is that. And just say, no, you know, d- uh, don't do th- do this. Okay, when Jesus says, here's what it is, don't respond to the word like this. Well, that's great, Jesus, but I choose to believe the best. No, <laughs> no, 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 believe the truth. <laughs> Listen, sometimes the devil will try and slip in something here to deflect or to detract away from what the Word is trying to do in your life. Yeah, and you can say, well, I believe the best, and the best is whatever Jesus says. That's appropriate. But you need to believe the truth because, listen, the truth is coming out. And, uh, you know, let's apply this, let's say, to the uh, uh, the, uh, government realm. Yeah, you know, and nobody has any trouble at all following any of these salacious breadcrumbs. Like, pick your favorite news source. Like, your, you know, and, and, and we know that so much of the news is so full of like disinformation. It's crazy. But you know, some of these same folks that are struggling, believing the truth and believing the word of the Lord about it, the situation over here are eating up all this gossip, slander, and made up propaganda on the news. It's like, where are you? You are so imbalanced in what you can uh, rightly discern as truth, and I mean, I'm, I say that with great caution. But we just went through uh, a couple years now where, where the level of demonic div- divinating, divination, false prophecy, uh, false hope, uh you know this believe the best and all this uh, q qanon stuff this guy that was having sex with aliens and all this who had you know i i mean this stuff infiltrated the church and they were believing every word of it and then you know what what that what what these last 2 years has tried to do in let's look at this from a 30,000 foot foot view let's look at the big picture here what these last few years of this dis and misinformation campaign, and I'm just not talking about governmentally. I'm talking about that which was leveled at the church was to dilute you and to impact you in such a way and weaken you where you are unable to distinguish what is the truth. Because you wanted to believe the best so much, you believed a bunch of garbage. So many people believed alien boy over the prophets. So many people were believing QAnon, which, you know, uh, you know, I checked in, you know, everybody wanted to know who was behind QAnon or QAnon or however you want to say it. And, uh, you know, the guy that started that, I mean, you know, bless this guy, Lord, he needs Jesus. But he was a perverted old man that peddled in porn websites and uh, suddenly realized he could start making money doing some of this um, QAnon Q style conspiracies. Well, before long he got in a lot of uh, trouble and all of his data servers now have been turned over to Russia. Everything QAnon, the original, is hosted on Russian servers. Friends, that's the truth. And it was not hard to find. It was, not, it was actually so glaring what actually is happening here. It, but, but once again, the last couple years leveled against the church was a strategy, an Antichrist strategy to get us to this point right now that when God's about to do something very significant, people are still like, what is the the truth? You would rather believe something that's the best about this than the truth about it. And we saw that with different things going on. I mean, there was flat out lies about President Trump, but people wanted to believe it because it was the best scenario, but it wasn't true. Listen, friends, now is the moment where you and I have to Uh, desire the truth. The truth is the only thing that's going to set us free and it's the only thing that's going to set people free. Sometimes the truth isn't, um, uh, it doesn't sound like it's good news. (laughs) You know, sometimes the truth is hard. Sometimes the truth cuts. Sometimes the truth gets right into a situation and divides between, what did he say? The joints, the marrow, the bone. Bu- I mean, nothing is safe from the truth. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help us, man. I am just, uh, I am in this place of fear. Holy fear. Holy fear. Holy fear. The truth. Um, and I'm taking advantage of judging myself laying low going low saying father is there any is there any unclean thing in me and listen ph- ph- phenomenal piece of wisdom that you need to know let let's 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 turn there if you got your bibles go with me to mark uh, mark 1125 I'm going to look it up right here And uh, one of my spiritual mentors, my spiritual grandma, Hallelujah in the faith, right, right, right now, is uh, Dr. Billy Brim, and you know, she opened some meetings. We're at some meetings this week. She opened last night with this right here, and this is what I was talking about. It's like the Lord saying, "Look, you've got to examine yourself. Here's one area. Here's one area. We have to examine ourselves." Mark eleven twenty five. 25, whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Listen, let me share this with you. And uh, this, is, this, this is gonna help you because of the times in which we live. Is the enemy's gonna try and tell you that if you bring the truth into a situation that you have something against that person, don't believe that lie. All hell right now is postured against truth. Look at what's going on in our nation. The devil does not want the truth to come out. I mean, it's, it's coming out, but he doesn't want it to. The truth about uh, what's going on these Philosophies, right? Uh, these isms, these marks isms and commune isms and social isms. He's trying to hide, but listen, the light, because the prayer force, you've been praying, we've been praying, we say, God. I mean, for years now, bring the truth, reveal the truth. What is your plan and purpose for the United States? Father, we want the truth. We've been praying that and the truth is coming and the devil is pushing back, pushing back. Look at the division. Look at the hate uh, against those who are standing, come on, with truth and what's in their mouth is truth. And there is such a stark dividing and a division against those who don't want the truth. They want their version of the best, but the truth is a very formidable foe. The truth is a uh, strong opponent. And, the, but, but there's a lot of pushback on the truth, a lot of pushback, a lot of fighting against the truth. And look for the, for the believer, when this same uh, exposure, and the same illumination, uh, it's illuminating what God's will is, and that simultaneously, it is illuminating the Antichrist strategy against God's will. Okay? So, in the Word is the revelation of His will, but at the same time, it's also, come on, revealing the anti or the oppositional elements. All right. So, we've been praying for this, and in the church, exposure's happening. Exposure's happening. And there is this strategy of the devil saying, no, uh, you're just being divisive. No, 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 no. Old, old news, old news, fake news, fake news. Look at what's going on in the nation. So much so that people have even touted civil war. I don't know if it's going to get to that point, but, you, but you've probably heard that. You know, they've, they've, thrown, they've thrown that out there because there is such a stark dividing line between the entrance of the truth and the resistance to that that truth. And, 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 and people say, no, you got to just believe this. Believe. That's what the whole propaganda is, right? It's to shift people's what, perception of what is the truth and what they're believing. Am I going to believe this or am I going to believe the truth? Now, listen, the only way that you're going to navigate this level of chaos, I mean, you talk about spiritual warfare on steroids You talk about the spirit of divination at work. You talk about witchcraft on another level, friends. Uh, And the only way to navigate this is you're gonna have to love the truth and the truth is gonna have to abide in you. And you're gonna have to love the truth more than your best scenario. You've gotta love the truth more than your best scenario. You you don't know. Let Let me just tell you this, friends. You don't know. And if the truth doesn't enlighten you, you you won't know. You won't know what is the best route to go. People are caught up in these governmental philosophies. So much confusion, even in the church, it's because you've lost sight of the truth. You don't know what's best now. And you can just pick a side. But listen, if you pick the wrong side, you're going to be partnering with witchcraft. Don't pick the wrong side. Pick the side of truth. Hallelujah, friends. I know, I know you didn't ask to be alive at, at this time, but you know what? Father chose you and he put you here and he's equipping you and he's posturing you. Now, let me give you a couple of thoughts here on how you are going to posture yourself in order to navigate the days in which I just described. I mean, they're right there in the Bible. These are perilous times. Uh, Kalipos, very demonic times. i cover that in another podcast. But um, let me give you just a couple things. And I think one of the most stark things that stands out to me is this theme of consecration and preparedness, uh, going low, humbling ourselves, and cleaning, purifying, checking our, our ourselves, making sure that we don't have any chinks in our armor, making sure that we don't have any uh, offense in our hearts. You know, I, I have been involved in a situation where we've had to deal with uh, truth <laughs> and boy I tell you the truth I'm not I'm not saying the truth is fun uh, but I'm saying here is the truth and how do we navigate that and I've had to constantly check my heart check my heart check my heart and uh, Lord uh, am I off on either, either side am I in any extremes here am I in any ditches uh, I need to make sure that I stay centered on this issue because dealing with truth, And then navigating all the witchcraft and the opposition against that truth is uh, no laughing matter. And it's a serious thing. And it's a weighty thing because people's lives are affected. You understand that? I mean, people sit back and they take so lightly what's going on in our government. But do you understand that people's lives are literally in the balance over what's going on here? You know, we pray for the truth, but do you realize that the truth may condemn some? Uh, you, you know, I, and, and you know, you've got your favorite people and you've got your favorite person, but what happens when the truth comes out and that truth actually brought judgment? You know, it's not a laughing matter, friends. Uh, and when when we're having to deal and navigate and walk these things through in the church, everybody's got their favorite preacher, their favorite pastor. You know, um, just recently in, in our area, there was a pastor that, 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 was removed for you know a a very serious offense and you just see the people waffling they don't know what to do they don't know what to do listen love the truth love the truth loving the truth doesn't mean you hate the person loving the truth doesn't mean you are in offense against the person Loving the truth doesn't mean you're in unforgiveness towards the person. But listen, people are blaming God. They're blaming the pastor. They're blaming the leader. They're blaming their boss. They're blaming everything and everybody. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do with the truth. You know, we, we are so desensitized to this fantasy stuff everybody's good, everybody's good, everybody's awesome, everything's awesome, you know, believe the best, believe the best, believe the best. No, 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 you need to believe the truth, and listen, the truth is going to slap you right across the face, friend. Are you prepared for what's coming? You need to get prepared. You've been praying. You have been praying, friend, for exposure to happen in the nation. Are you prepared for what's going to happen to those folks if they don't repent when exposure comes? Are you prepared that it comes out, that people have lied and conspired against Holy Spirit. You saw what happened in the book of Acts, didn't you? Are you prepared to handle that? Listen, this is a fearful thing. This is a fearful thing, but you cannot just put your head in the sand. You, you are here on purpose, with purpose, and we have got to get ourselves postured to be able to finish out what God is doing right now. But I'm telling you, our work has to do with some of this. Because in the previous era, they, they began setting the stage for this work that we're in right now in this era. This, this stuff going on in the nation, uh, listen, that's on you and me now. We're, we're the generation alive to have to sort through what's going to happen here. And it's at a point where God is going to have to intervene. And he's going to. He wants to. Uh, The church is getting postured right now, praying for what? Awakening. Praying for awakening. But you realize with that uh, awakening and with the increased glory, you understand what that brings. Uh, You you and me are going to have to be prepared to accurately divide the scriptures and apply, come on, justice and forgiveness and judgment and and, and to uh, provide accountability and paths of restoration. But then if people don't repent, we're gonna to have to also, we're gonna to have to also give the word of the Lord concerning a heart that rejects the counsel of the Lord. There are dozens of chapters that deal with that. And listen, friends, your little fantasy Christianity that everything's fine, everything's good, I believe the best, you may be unprepared to have to deal with somebody who's been exposed but yet's repenting and you have to sort through the stuff man oh my goodness you ever help somebody move like somebody who had way too much stuff and you're sorting through all this and and, and, and you know there's stuff in there they didn't know they had that's 10 years old and it's moldy and rotted you you know, when you're invited in to help somebody go from one place to another place, are you prepared to find out that these aren't your famous soap opera stars anymore? These aren't like, you know, nobody nobody in real life looks like that, sounds like that, acts like That's all fantasy. You know, when you get down into the nitty gritty of someone's life, uh, and we're not even saying, like, we're just talking about just normal people's lives and the lies and the bondages and the deceit and the temptations that they bought into and the dirtiness associated with those things. We're not saying these people are bad people, but I'm saying when they have to sort through their stuff because Jesus said it's time to clean this room out. Are you prepared to have to get your hands dirty and help these people forward? Or is just everything good, everything good? No, you have to be able to sort and say no, this is trash. It's got to go. Listen, they it's it, it's you know, they're used to that trash. It's, it's like a part of them being cut off and thrown into the garbage. Are you prepared to bring accurate judgment that says that has to go? You're praying for exposure, friends. Do you even know what you're praying for? Hallelujah. God is wanting us to get prepared for what's coming. A lot of people are going to need to be helped. And a lot of people are going to turn against the Lord, and you're going to have to be prepared to stand firm on the truth. Listen, because they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to get in trouble. And they're going to fight justice. They're, they're doing it right now. They're spinning stuff. I'm talking about government. They're spinning things. I mean, dude, they look it straight in the eye, look it right in the eye and lie. I mean, just even recently, I've been lied to, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, it's not that I've never told a lie. That's, but, but but What? people are looking you right in the eye and lying to you as if it's the easiest thing that they've ever done why because they don't want to get in trouble there is such a spirit trying to keep things hidden right now why because that's the anti that's the opposition right now to the word that you've been praying that god bring exposure the enemy's ramped up his efforts to keep the thing god's trying to expose to keep it hidden and so you know what they just look at you right in the eye and say nope that's not the truth i mean even, even, yeah. I mean, we're watching this on, you know, in the news or whatever. It's like, okay, here's the truth, and here's the truth, and here's the truth. Like, we, we know because we, 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 we saw you do this here, we got you saying this here, and then here's your actions here, and here's your whatever here, and here's your this. And we also know because here's this eyewitness, here's this eyewitness, here's this testimony, here's this person who can corroborate, collaborate that story. And you can have all this, and then they say to the person, um, we got you, what do you say to this? And that person goes, no, that wasn't me. No, I didn't do that. (laughs) I mean, and so it's like, okay, um, well, here is a video, actually, of you doing that. What do you say to that? No, that wasn't me. Uh Uh-uh, no, wasn't me. (laughs) I mean, the bold-faced lying is on another level. Why? Because it's a spirit of deception. And it's one of the premier end time strategies. Why? Because it is the antichrist opposition to what God's doing. So, um, well, that was 43 three minutes. Let me give you this one thing. I, I, I said I was going to give you one, one thing. Let me give you something to really consider here. If you are going to navigate these days, is you're going to have to do some self-examination but, 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 but you can't just examine. You're going to have to act. You're going to have to do something. You can say, yeah, this and yeah, that. But if you don't do anything, you haven't done nothing. And so your examinations were really vain because you had no intention of actually doing anything with the thing that you examined. But if you're one of the ones that says, all right, I'm, I am ready. Whatever I need to do, I need to get positioned and postured here. Well, then what I'm going to say is for you. Because you need to examine yourself, judge yourself. He said, judge yourself. And if you will judge yourself, nobody else will get involved in your situation for the most part. But if you don't judge yourself, somebody else is going to step in. Somebody somewhere is going to step in. Hallelujah. Somebody somewhere is going to step in. And they're going to be in judgment. When I say judgment, we're not talking about the great day of judgment no we're talking about that if you don't pull up that seed right now it's going to come to full harvest galatians chapter 6 if you sow to your flesh it's going to reap you are going to reap destruction if you don't judge that if you don't get involved in that process before it comes to fruition somebody else is going to step in and bring a rightly divided word to you And judge the situation and say, look, if you do this, this, if you do that, that, if you don't do this, this, if you don't do that, this. If you won't take his word and apply it, somebody else is gonna take his word and apply it for you. But I believe you're one of the ones that will look at himself and then act. So, give you this and we're gonna close. Daniel. Daniel. Very simple. Very simple. Daniel, he did not defile himself with the king's delicacies. If there's ever been a time to embrace a fasted lifestyle, okay, which means you're going to take an inventory and you're just going to cut back, okay. You are not going to overindulge. Uh, we need to take the word "indulge" completely out of it. You don't need to indulge in anything ex, unless it's holy and pure. But uh, you, you know, there may have been. Oh, I don't even know how to say it. There may have been um, in your immaturity. There may have been uh, longer suffering. Things that you could do yesterday that the Lord just simply saying, I don't want you to do that today. I don't. I don't want you to uh, continue to um, associate yourself with these certain things. I, I don't know what those are. I'm not going to tell you that I know exactly what those are for you, because uh, I don't know. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Uh, but there's somebody in your life that can bring the word of the Lord to you, help you uh, bring illumination to things in your life that you you probably need to seriously cut back on, whether it's food, whether it's uh, other things, ho- hobby. I, I I don't know. I don't even want to try and put words to it because I don't want you to just all of a sudden nosedive there but you need to pull back and you need to take an inventory of your life and you need to say god is there any area that i need to that that i need to apply an affliction to myself meaning i need to cut back on it's going to be hard it's never easy it's it's never easy and if you think it's going to be easy uh then you're going to have a rude awakening friend it's not easy when you're used to doing a thing, saying a thing, eating a thing, going to a certain place, watching certain things, entertaining yourself in a certain way. And God says, Hey, I want you to cut back on that. It's not easy. Now his grace is sufficient. um, And he said this, he said, my yoke is light, my burden easy. And in in that sense, he will equip you and empower you if you will go to the cross about it. But I'm saying, if you think that it's not going to be an affliction of some sort, then you're just not going to do it. But listen, everybody right now has been asked of the Lord to consecrate themselves, why? Because tomorrow I'm taking you somewhere you've never been. We're living into great moments of demonstration. You're going somewhere you have not been. And so he's preparing you now for the journey. I'm, I'm just saying, it, it's, it's, the cost is your consecration you're going to pull back and away from things that are going to weigh you down. Some things might just be straight up sins and praise God for his mercies. He's going to deal with us directly on those things. Other things may just be weights and hindrances that are going to hinder you from walking in the fullness and finishing what he's called you to do in this era that we've just stepped over into. So Daniel said this, he said, I will not defile myself. Listen, Uh, Lester Summerall had had this saying he said what others do I may not my spiritual father pastor Tim he told me this once many years ago and I'm telling you it just it said in my spirit I praise God for this man's wisdom in my life it was the word of the Lord that I needed but he said he said Justin what others do leaders do not and so yeah I'm just combining these two thoughts from my spiritual father and then what Lester Summerall said, but because you you may not, quote, be a leader, okay? And obviously, there is high standards for any kind of leadership. If you're out in front of people, there is high standards, or there should be. But I'm saying just for the body of Christ, you need to consider that what others are doing right, right, right now may not be for you. Jesus said, come out from among them and be separate. You need to just examine yourself. Is there food? Come on. Habits? Relationships? Is there things in my life that are out of control? I'm lazy in. I'm weak in. And only weak because I've just not applied myself. Um, weaknesses are not inborn in that sense. It's just things you just haven't applied yourself. You need to ask yourself these hard questions right now, friend. Um, and let this awakening be a pleasant one and not a rude one. Because God is going, his glory is going, going to come. And he wants you to be right in the forefront of it. Hallelujah. And I believe you will be. So listen, friends, get a, get a hold of yourself, okay? Desire the truth. And when the truth comes, choose to believe the truth I'm thinking, let me close uh, with this because I'm thinking of what that guy asked Jesus. He said, what is truth? Jesus said, I'm standing right in front of you, brother. Listen, don't play the fool. When truth comes, you'll know it. Hallelujah. You will know it, especially if the spirit of truth abides in you. Now's not the time to play dumb, friends. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time to posture ourselves for what's ahead. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. This has been the grace for this city podcast. And we're so thankful that you tuned in. Hey, listen, if we can help you in any way, one of the ways that we can do that, one way we can partner with you, of course, is we're delivering the word of the Lord to you to the best of our ability and understanding. But uh, so you can grab a hold of that, but we would also, it would be our honor to be able to pray with you and stand with you if there was a prayer need in your life, several ways to reach out to us, you can send us an email, hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. You can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv, and you click on the prayer, and you can fill out a digital form if you'd like to do it that way, or call us, 870-741-9099. Leave a message. Somebody will get right back with you, but that's that's our way of reaching out to you and connecting with you. Hallelujah. I also want to give a big shout out to those who have taken it a step further. Not only are they praying for us, but you've also financially supported the podcast in some way. Thank you so much, friends. Uh, it is helping us to get the uh, get the podcast out there and keep the podcast going out there. There's, there's some fees associated with this. And uh, so if the Lord puts that on your heart, we just invite you uh, to partner, to participate with us in that way. Several ways you can give. Of course, you can snail mail P.O. Box 7 harrison arkansas 72601 any gifts are tax deductible by the way or go to the website graycitychurch.tv forward slash give or if you're in the united states and you like to text to give text 84321 that's 84321 you can text the amount there and just follow the prompts thank you so much friends and until next time be blessed